So you do the piece that you have prepared. When you're done, they start to ask you some personal information, like how old are you? Where do you live? And then they ask you to do some inappropriate sexual things that have nothing to do with the character or the scene. It doesn't sit right with your gut. Scam. It's time to run and knock that door down and get out. Today, we take a look at scams that target people seeking fame and fortune. Many don't expect to reach the top, but just want to get in the game. They just don't know how. This is Scams and Cons, and I'm Jim Grinstead. I won't tell you a victim's sob story, but I will tell you how the scam was pulled off. But don't think you can learn how to beat the next con artist that comes your way. If you're the mark, you'll never see it coming. Raise your red flag if they ask you for personal information when signing up for the audition, such as your social security number, your address, or even your bank details slash card details. It's a scam if they ask you for upfront payments, like pay to audition. In the real acting world, you do not have to pay to audition. There are laws against this. It's a scam if casting literally casts you out of the blue and says you've got the role without even having to audition. Now listen, we all think we're great, but even the major stars sometimes have to audition. So if they offer you the job without having you audition or seeing your headshot or resume, it's most likely a scam. That's Ashley. She's an actor who made that video as a warning for hopeful stars. With the right headshot, the right recording getting into the hands of the right person? Who knows what could happen? I live in Nashville, where a lot of people come off planes and buses bearing guitars, portfolios of songs, and other skills they hope will make them rich and famous. Making it means you'll be meeting a lot of new people, and you never know which one can make your career. You just have to put yourself out there and find the ones who can put you on the path to glory. Here's Ashley again. Now, let's say that you don't see any of the above signs and you decided to go to the audition. Everything is normal until you get into the audition room. You step in, give them your headshots and resume. They lock the door and you ask them why they lock the door. And they say, so no one interrupts you while you are working. Makes sense, right? So you do the piece that you have prepared When you're done, they start to ask you some personal information, like how old are you, where do you live, and then they ask you to do some inappropriate sexual things that have nothing to do with the character or the scene. It doesn't sit right with your gut. Scam. It's time to run and knock that door down and get out. Well, that escalated quickly, and you may be thinking, whoa, AJT, what are you trying to do here? Scare me or something? Yes, because getting scammed is a scary experience, and I don't want you to experience that. That advice goes for men, too. It's not uncommon for them to be put in uncomfortable situations. Like actors, models need to be discovered. Instead of casting directors, the first stop is with photographers. They are needed to get the images to submit to agencies. 
and there's the chance they can develop contacts with the people the photographer may know. Often those shoots come at a price. Sometimes the photographer may ask the model to do additional work to create images for the photographer's portfolio. Other times, the price is of a more personal nature. Jessica Kobieski is a photographer who works with many models, and she's heard the horror stories. You're not the hottest, but you might go far. Your lips are so juicy, I just want to bite your bottom lip. These are some things that photographers have told models. Why would you get a model with knees like that? The only joy I'm getting is seeing your boobs through your dress. I see nipple. I deserve all the nudes for this. When's my first one delivered? What's the difference between him saying that to her during a photo shoot and him saying that to just about anyone on the street? Does it make it okay just because it's in a photo shoot environment? How can you be so triggered off a chat up line, lol. God help you if you ever go on Tinder. I've been told by multiple photographers, artists, that I need to do more revealing nude lingerie work if I ever want to grow more successful. I just want to ask you guys, if somebody told you any of these, would you be okay with it? Probably not. And models get comments like these all the time on photo shoots. And even before photo shoots, after photo shoots. So recently, a model exposed a photographer. She showed their DMs where he basically asked her for nude pictures before he even considered working with her. And when she refused, he, he said, okay, well, it's going to be $2,000. So you can either pay me $2,000 or if you want the photo shoot for free, then you can just send me a nude picture of yourself. And the model said no. And he replied with something along the lines of, okay, well, get somebody else. I'm going to keep shooting celebrities. Another rich market for scammers, one where parents eagerly offer their children up to promoters, is beauty pageants. The short story here is that families and sometimes the contestants themselves go to great lengths to win pageants. Many pageant careers begin at a very young age and continue until they no longer can or want to compete. The pressure is so intense that some parents give children as young as eight Botox injections, often acquired from people behind the scenes willing to sell it. Here's what an unidentified woman told ABC's Good Morning America. And they were just telling me about the lines on her face and how, you know, a lot of the moms there, they're giving their kids Botox. And it's pretty much like the thing. I'm not the only one that does it. A lot of moms do it. And I think um, a lot of the kids making the big impression on the lines on her face and stuff like made her probably influence her to want to do it a little bit more. Approximately 2.5 million girls compete in more than 100,000 beauty pageants each year. At least 72% of the contestants hire pageant coaches that may cost $100 or more an hour. On top of that, there's the cost of hair, makeup, and clothing, and an entry fee that runs $300 to $500 for the smaller contests. The contestant also pays all travel costs. You'd think after all that time and effort, the prizes would be worthwhile. Don't quit your day job. You'll need it. What winners get mostly is recognition and a trophy. Scammers don't want to limit the pool of suckers. 
especially when they can dangle before parents the prospect of a Disney role for their child. Advertisements go out for a casting call. Disney needs fresh faces. Well, Disney may need fresh faces, but these casting calls have nothing to do with Disney, although the casting directors want parents to think so. Two firms are most often mentioned as bad actors in this field, Premier from Australia and The, as in The Event. It's based in the U.S. Most of the problems for these agencies occurred six to eight years ago. The Los Angeles Times took a deep dive into the industry and found many parents were upset with how they were treated. V has also spent its share of time in court. Disney does have a relationship with V. It rents space at Disney World for its events. Still, if you're at Disney World and an agency tells you that Disney is looking for new stars, it's not hard to believe that you're in the right spot at the right time. Fox 46 in Charlotte, North Carolina, and reporter Matt Grant had this take on it after sharing a commercial for a casting event. Hey, kids! Would you like to be on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon? How cool would it be working with Beyonce or Drake? Look your best, and you could be discovered. Wow, that was way too close. Some ads say your kid could appear in Disney shows like Dog with a Blog if they just audition. But a Fox 46 investigation found this is all an act. The auditions are a ruse to get parents to shell out big bucks. ATG, the company behind this, isn't even a casting agency. They sell headshots and acting classes where kids learn things like tongue twisters. The pricey packages start at two grand and go all the way up to $8,000. Let's wrap up this segment by hearing from Gabrielle Polici. Dr. Polici these days, as she tells about her childhood in the beauty pageant machine. Her story has been edited for time. It was the summer of 1991 when I arrived in Pittsburgh for Miss Teen Pennsylvania. 600 screaming girls with costumes, hairspray, and glitter swarmed into the Marriott Hotel. I was 16. I wanted to win so bad, not just for the title, but because I was determined to escape our corner of rural Pennsylvania, where too many girls were barefoot and pregnant by 22. I hated Scranton. It was full of empty coal mines where the occasional house would fall into a big black pit. There was a bar on every corner filled with drunks like my grandfather and father. I had to get out of there. Winning the pageant was my ticket to a better life. The first two days of the week-long competition, hundreds of us paraded in front of the judges in long lines, like a rodeo of young women. We wore our black and white numbers, wrapped in two tight dresses, every part of our face painted, hair crimped, feet squeezed into high heels, your neck cramps from holding your head so still, your face itches because there's an inch of makeup, your clothes restrict your breathing and your movement, and you have to hide it all with a big, fat smile. Everything about beauty is uncomfortable. There are other ways to become famous that don't require that you put your body at risk, and one of them is game shows. Of course, you can still run across crooked managers and other players, but the company who hires you has skin in the game. As a host, 
you're an important part of the brand. With the passing of Alex Trebek, we've seen how important he was to Jeopardy. Contestants can also be a risk to the brand, especially if your name is Herbert Stimple, and the year is 1956. Stimple had what was called retentive memory. He could read a page today and months later summarize that page. He thought that made him a perfect contestant for the TV game show, 21. He was right, but not in the way he thought. Stimple wrote to producer Dan Inglewright and asked to be a contestant. He was tested and qualified to be on the show. Then Inwright had a little talk with Stimple. He ran me through a whole bunch of questions and answers, said to me, uh, tonight on this you're going to take X amount of points, This the category is so-and-so, your answer is going to be so-and-so, and I was introduced into the Dan Enright School of Acting. That's Stimple talking about his experience. Stimple was coached on his timing and how to be tentative in his answers, and he was told to explode with joy when he got it right. He wanted me to be the nerd, and this coincided with my behavior on the show. I'm, that's why I had to call him Mr. Barry, in other words. He wanted me to be the nerd, the square. And uh, since I was playing this particular role, I had to be a very, very uh, diffident, very uh, sheepish, and uh, not, not manly. The entire story is recounted in the movie Quiz Show. Give it a look. Stemple thought it was good. That's how you can look bad on a game show. But lots of today's stars got their start as contestants. The actor and future governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger, was on the dating game in 1973. John Ritter appeared there when he was 19 years old. Farrah Fawcett got to choose the date of her choice in the 1960s. Tom Selleck was on the show twice in the 1960s. He wasn't chosen either time. Vanna White was on The Price is Right. Kirstie Alley was paired with The Match Game. Billy Crystal still holds the record for reaching the top of the Pyramid Game. He did it in just 26 seconds. Uh, Push-ups. Exercises. To be or not to be? Uh, Shakespeare, Hamlet. Patton. Uh, Generals, Georgia. Eight. Numbers, figures. Um, uh, monkeys. Uh, things in a barrel. Old flowers. Wilted things. Still, being on a game show is no guarantee. Why not jump the line and become famous just for being famous? Oprah Winfrey put that question to Nicole Ritchie and her father Lionel. For the most part, you are famous because you are famous and rich. Right. And what does that feel like? Well, it's... Tell us what that feels like. Uh, <laughs> no, really, I want to know. You're famous for being famous. You're famous because your dad was famous. Right. And you have now a friend who's rich and she's famous. And so you all are famous for being rich. Right. And what does that mean? It, you know, it's so, it's so silly because only in America can you be famous for just shopping. being famous. Yeah, shopping. Exactly. You're famous for famous. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And... Um, it's it's definitely I mean it's it's sure it's it's definitely a little hurtful because there is a lot more to me and it's just it's so weird because everyone just wants to know what I'm doing all the time I'm like why You'll remember her rich friend Paris Hilton she's famous for well damn divino perhaps we scammed ourselves on those two 
but there's some very big names in the scamming business. The security company McAfee said the top 10 names are Emma Watson, Jessica Biel, Eva Menendez, Selena Gomez, Halle Berry, Megan Fox, Shakira, Cameron Diaz, and Selma Hayek. And when I say names, I mean just that. The names of those famous people are used to pull off all kinds of scams. Here are a few examples. Companies saying their product was endorsed by a celebrity when it wasn't. Sometimes impersonators pretend to be D-list celebrities asking for money to unlock a car door, or in one case, stage a concert, sell tickets, then put an impersonator on stage to sing. It didn't go well. The path to being rich and famous is a dangerous one. It's haunted with scammers who understand your vulnerabilities and are ready to exploit them. But before you lace up your hiking boots, consider this quote from actor and comedian Bill Murray. There aren't many downsides to being rich, other than paying taxes and having relatives asking for money. But being famous? That's a 24-hour job right there. People get taken by a scam or con because they want to believe they can become richer, smarter, or more attractive to a partner. But because they were the mark, they never realized they were being scammed. They never saw it coming. What you can believe in is that a new episode of Scams and Cons is coming in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? Or just a horrible accident? That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911, what's your emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. Slaycation.